Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, brought to you by Solar City, your source for clean, sustainable energy. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, and today is a red letter day for Music Friday Live. In one segment, we are going to hold a world premiere, so stay tuned. But before I introduce our first guest uh, and talk about that world premiere, I want to thank all of you who have recommended bands on our website. Uh, We are booked through July, and we have to hold off booking uh, in August until we solidify when everybody around here is going on vacation. We have a backlist of bands that we are now checking out, thanks to all of you lovely listeners. So hold off for a while making suggestions. The, uh, this Friday, we're going to post a bunch of new reviews, and, and so please keep coming to the website. But uh, hold off on recommending bands because we've got to work through the bands you've recommended and listen to them all. And incidentally, the criteria we use for selecting bands is that, first of all, they have to have at least a CD or an, e, an EP out that our listeners can, can go and buy. Um, we we want to have that. And we prefer that they have um, a tour set up so our listeners in some part of the country can actually see them. So that's, that's what we really look at. We uh, also look at all kinds of, of bands. We hip-hop and country western and rock and roll and you name it. So it doesn't matter what genre they're in, but we do want them to have a product out there that our, our listeners can actually hear. So like I say, we are booked through July. We have a backlist of bands that we are now going through. And um, uh, keep, keep coming to the website. Keep telling us what you think about the show. Uh, and also check around while you're there. You can read the news. We're now putting music news on the front page. Uh, we're also tweeting out stories from our bands and from our friends in the music business, too. Now, we're also contemplating uh, doing something new. And this is if we can pull it off. Uh, What we're contemplating is posting songs and information from the bands that we get suggested on the website and then letting all of you vote on them. There's some technical and legal stuff we have to do first, so that's probably not going to happen until late summer. But a lot of people have suggested that, that if we have more bands than we can actually have on the show, and of course we can only have two a week, that maybe we should let our listeners decide which ones they want to hear. So we're looking into that. Um, really, uh, I'm really kind of excited about that. So uh, hold off on the suggestions, but keep uh, checking out the website, and also, like I say, keep, keep checking out our Twitter stream, because we are now tweeting news from our bands and from the music industry in general. Okay, hold on just a second. We'll be right back. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archived CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA, always on the go. Hi, I'm back. This is Patrick O'Heffernan, your host at Music Friday Live. And we've got a couple of minutes here before our uh, radio stations around the country uh, get done with their news breaks and uh, various things. So I want to talk to you about something. In a statement to the Financial Times this week, and also reported on the BBC, Google has confirmed that it is going to remove the music videos of independent artists unless they sign up to its upcoming subscription music service. Now, as you know, many independent musicians and labels, that's their major outlet. And in fact, we've had some uh, musicians on the show here who say that uh, they're part of the Google Ads partnership and they make a significant amount of money on those ads because they have downloads in the millions. Many independent musicians and labels have refused to do so because they say that the contracts 
that Google is offering are significantly worse deals than, say, what Spotify and Pandora offer. Now, I don't know about that. I haven't seen the contracts. I don't know about that. But I do know that um, YouTube is a very, very important venue for independent musicians. And that I know that there are a lot of independent musicians out there who wouldn't be musicians if it wasn't for YouTube. With the collapse of A&Rs and uh, the consolidation of the, uh, the, the main labels and the, the scattering of everybody, including people like Beyonce and Jack White, to independent labels, it's a whole new music world, and that outlet is very, very important. The music... The, the independent musicians say that uh, Google is unwilling to negotiate the rates it offers artists. I don't know. I am not in the middle of that. Um, but I do know that a Google spokesman, spokesperson said that the company could start removing videos within days. And that, that's pretty scary, particularly if you're an independent musician. So all I can say is what happened to the company that, whose motto is don't be evil. I'm not saying that Google's being evil here, but I certainly hope they can work this out in a way that doesn't harm independent musicians. We're going to take a quick break right now, and when we come back, we're going to welcome in our affiliates, and then we're going to have Fall from Grace, a world premiere of spectacular music from Dark Beauty. Don't go away. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, host of Music Friday Live, and I want to welcome all of our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates. If you have questions or comments for our guests, write this down, 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can email your questions. I know a lot of you are at work and you're sitting there with your headphones on and you're listening to us instead of looking at that PowerPoint on your screen. So you can email questions to musicfridaylive at gmail.com, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And my producer tells us that for those of you who are listening on uh, Block Talk Radio, the chat room is now opening, and we'll keep our eye on the chat room. If you have questions on the chat room, go right ahead. If you're listening to Music Friday Live on a podcast, um, you can still email questions for our guests. We'll forward your questions to them so they can reply directly to you. And unless you tell us differently, we will take your email address off so you don't end up on a mailing list that you didn't authorize. Uh, they can send the answers back, back to us. Well, we all know the legend a powerful dark angel angers her cosmic leader and is violently expelled from grace. In some versions, it's after an epic war. In other versions, it's ignominiously alone. Banished, she's flung from the sky with a broken wing and crashes through the twisted cathedral-like branches of a primeval forest where she lays wounded and damaged. The band, Dark Beauty, has taken that legend and set it in a gothic mystical fantasy world in which the fallen angel rises to rule from an evil tower in an unknown land. These five supremely talented mus musicians of Dark Beauty have come together in a classically influenced, gothic-themed, alternative pro progressive rock band to tell this tale in a debut album, Fall from Grace. Today, the leaders of Dark Beauty, opera singer and rocker Liz Tapia, and her music partner and husband Brian Ziegler, Join us with the master tapes from the album, fresh from the lab, making this a world premiere of Fall from Grace. Liz and Brian, welcome to Music Friday Live. Hi, Patrick. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you for having us. We're excited to be on your show. We're We'd love to have, to have you. you introduce us everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come out to the West Coast, and I'll do it in person, okay? Thank you. See if you can fill the Hollywood Bowl, because your music is definitely that kind of music. <laughs> uh, Liz, uh, I love, or Liz and Brian, I love this, this, this kind of concept and epic gothic music. It's so alive and so thrilling. So where did the idea come from? Oh, 
Well, let's see. It started back in 2009. Uh, that's where the journey began for me. And I wrote and released Save Yourself, which ended up being the last track on this album. Um, so that's really where it all started for me. And then it inspired me to develop this character and turn it into a concept album. Um, so that was pretty interesting when I made that shift because I knew going from a solo artist, I was going to have to bring in top-level musicians to come on board this project in order for me to be able to really see the, you know, the, my musical vision come to life. And I'm very excited to say that the guys that have joined on are just about the best musicians anybody can work with, so I'm very, very lucky. Uh, well, I have to agree with you on that, and of course, it's fortunate that you were married to uh, one of the best musicians out there. That always helps. Um, let's listen to a uh, a bit of this album, so the audience knows what we're talking about. This is a uh, wrong side of heaven. starts off very gently, but uh, later on, and since it's a six-minute uh, piece of music, we, we can't play the whole thing, but later on, it morphs into a very powerful rock song, um, and because it's six minutes, you have plenty of time to build up, so why don't you tell us what's going on there? What is the story? Well, at this well, part, um, it's the beginning of the story. It's, it's the second track on the album. And what's happened is, is that the angel has landed in this evil forest uh, on the wrong side of heaven, and she feels these dark evil spirits and their presence around her. And, you know, so, musically, this was the first song that we wrote uh, in more of a band setting. Like Liz said, it originally started out as kind of a solo project, and uh, she comes from more of an opera background, and my background's a little more in the progressive rock vein. And with Wrong Side of Heaven, we really wanted to take the same journey musically that the character was lyrically. Uh, and like you said, throughout the song, it gets a little heavier and heavier and, and more intense. And we wanted to see how long we could make that build last. And I think it, I think it feels smooth. I mean, the intention was to get close to the end of the song realize it's pretty heavy, but have the transition be so smooth that you didn't quite notice it as it was happening. Well, you've, you've done that well. Apparently, you have a lot of fans because we have a lot of people on the line who want to talk to you. So why don't we uh, go to our listeners um, and uh, get some of those questions? Great. Hi wow. there. <laughs> you have a question for us. Introduce yourself and tell us uh, what your question is. Hello, this is Rich Mahogany of the Naughty Woods Show. Hi, Brian. Hi, Rich. Hey, Rich. How's it going, hey, man? How's Florida? So, Florida is sunny, warm, and, and a lot of beaches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, long time, no talk, but I, of course, as you know, through the social media, I support you guys, the whole band. No, thank you. And the music that you guys have made on this album. And I'm eager to hear the new song that's coming out on Patrick's show, Music Friday. 
But I do have a question because it's taken all of the musicians in this band so much time and energy uh, and work to put this whole album together. How do you stay focused with, uh, you know, with individually and as a band on the final product? How do you, you, do you understand what I'm saying? How do you stay, keep that focus and that drive going to put this album together? You know, it's been tough, Rich, because one of the, one of the downsides of working with the musicians that, that we're working with is that people are really busy. You know, when, when you're working with pros and asking them to work on an indie project, because, you know, we, we've got people working in this band who are making a living at music otherwise. And, you know, there's not a whole lot of cash involved in, uh, uh, you know, in, in, in the early stages of an independent rock band. Uh, so it, it has been a challenge, but I think everyone in the band is so devoted to getting it out that while the time frame isn't quite what we hoped it would be, it hasn't been difficult to keep people on track. I mean, even, uh, you know, even Dan and uh, Warren, who play a lot, who play all the time, are constantly asking us, you know, when are we getting back together again? When are we finishing the tracks? So, I mean, I think it's, it's a big part of it is the quality of the musicians that we have who are kind of driving the process along with Liz. Thank, thank you, uh, uh, Rich. It's good to hear from you. And uh, we have another caller on the line. Uh, caller, would you give us your first name and what city you're in? Rebecca? Hello. Yes, yes Rebecca. Hello. What's, what I'm in Bethlehem. Bethlehem. Okay. What's your question? I am just calling to wish Liz and Brian and the whole band lots of luck because I know from the bottom of my heart they are hitting it big. Oh, that's so sweet. And I have Quinn by my side who's shaking his head yes. <laughs> that's Quinn, our mascot. Aw. Yeah, I just I just had a call, and I wanted to be one of your first callers and just, you know, tell you your music is just fabulous. There's no way you can't make it big. Thank you well, so much, Rebecca. We're going to have to take you on the tour bus with us. Oh, <laughs> I would love that. Are you going to actually uh, be touring? Starting touring? The answer is actually yes, but I don't know when. Yeah, I mean, we're we're going to start off with some shows in the New York metropolitan area to kind of knock the rust off. And I, one of the difficulties with this project is that the music hangs together as a singular piece. So it's really got to be a little more of a concert experience than than, you know, just going out and playing songs. So we're kind of working on what the staging is going to look like and, and that type of thing. And that's, that's not as easy as it is with some bands. But we will absolutely be starting to play out in the New York area soon and then expanding from there. Hello? Hello? <laughs> oh, I didn't know I, 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 I keep, 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 keep going here. muted. Muted. We're here. <laughs> um, we're, I, we, uh, we had to say goodbye to, to Rebecca. Um, now, yeah. the next song we have queued up is a song that we've never heard before. So I think this is a, a world premiere, and the song is Wicked Dollhouse. Have I got it right? It's a it world premiere? Okay. Yes. All right. We're, we're going to do something we normally don't do, and that's we're going to play the entire five minutes of the song. So everybody just sit back and relax and listen. This is Wicked Dollhouse.
is uh, quite a piece of work. A, a, a quick question that came to me uh, while I was listening is that um, did you do that all in one take or is that lots of different takes done at different times layered over one another? <laughs> I wish we could say we did that all in one take. <laughs> uh, no, this was quite a complicated song and you know, <sighs> Yeah, from even when we were writing the song, we we weren't sure where it was going, in, you know, in what direction it was going to end up. Um, and once we figured out how to piece it all together, we realized yeah. how much we love this song. Yeah, early right. on we weren't even sure whether the the song was going to work because there's so many different pieces and making it cohesive was tough. But uh, I think it I think it worked. And we do play it all in one take now. We can play it live. <laughs> oh, wow. Now we can. Yeah, that, was, that was my next question. And, it, and incidentally, I, I want to uh, apologize to the callers who uh, came on and then went off uh, while we were playing that. Um, you can come back on, or if you want to, you can email your questions in, and we can, uh, we can pass them on here on the air. Uh, in fact, we've got some, uh, some questions from your fans um, Dee Dee in New York City uh, writes, this is so exciting, I can hardly wait for the full album. So how long does she have to wait? Well, <laughs> or do you know? Are, <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's, uh, it's pretty safe to say that we are definitely going to be able to be released in July. Wow, that's coming yeah, right up. Yeah, the yeah. next thing is done. We're just getting ready to send it off to the mastering studio. Uh, we're going to have probably digital versions available a little bit before the uh, the actual CDs, if anyone still even buys those. Um, we'll find out soon enough. But, yep, yep we're, the mixing's done. We just have to get it mastered and, uh, and uploaded. Okay. Well, if I know you, the artwork in the CD is going to be something uh, to, to behold. Um, Billy in Los Angeles wants to know, are you a metal band? Do you ever open or play with metal bands? I don't really consider us a metal band. I think we have a lot of eclectic mix in the music, and there's definitely some heavy in the music, but... Um, mm-hmm. I, there, there are some heavy influences. I mean, when you listen to the whole album, there's little, uh, probably a little bit of Queensryche and a little bit of uh, 
like heavier porcupine tree kind of stuff. And I think we would work with a heavier band. Um, you know, I think a band in like the Evanescence Queensryche realm, probably something heavier than that. I don't know if we'd work with, but we'd do it anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I, I have a question for you. Um, uh, Liz, you are listed as a lyric coloratura soprano studying the bel canto style of singing. Now, for those of us who are not conversant in the technicalities or even the broad outlines of opera, what exactly does that mean? <laughs> it basically means my voice is sort of like a gymnast. <laughs> it has the, um, that's the best way. I could, actually, somebody said that to me. I was like, that, that was a pretty good way to describe that, actually. Um, it, it's, it means the, the lyric part of my voice. Um, I have a light, I'm considered a light lyric coloratura, and I, I have the sustainability to hold out notes, but I also have uh, the capability of doing a lot of runs with my voice, you know, uh, running a lot of scales and moving my voice quickly. So that's the color tour part. That's more of like a style. Wow. So there's like um, a little bit of both. So I have, you know, so my voice can sustain and it can move very quickly. So there's, uh, it does a little bit of everything. And I, I have a, a pretty decent range. I have some low notes that I don't sing very often, but actually you're probably hearing a little bit of my lower range from in Wicked Dollhouse. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I have a, a pretty decent upper range. But, you know, I try to stay in the middle somewhere and then sort of like touch on these high notes and come down. But that's pretty much what that means is that I can do a little bit of both. I can sustain my voice and I can move my voice quickly. All right. Well, in, in that case, what are the differences and the similarities of singing opera and singing rock? Like you seem to be able to, to, to pretty smoothly transition from one to the other. I think uh, probably what's helped me a lot is because I've, I've had musical theater training and I come from an acting background. I think sort of that sort of all is part of my makeup and I, I'm able to just pull those parts of my personality out and I can, I think because my voice has a lot of flexibility in it, I can do a lot of the things that probably in opera, when, when you're singing an opera and you're singing a role, you're really sustaining in that, you know, in that area. You're not really doing... Um, whispery kind of things or, you know, things that you normally would do more in a rock piece. And Well, so unfortunately, unfortunately, we are about out of time, but I, uh, uh, this, this has been wonderful, and, and I'm going to spend the afternoon listening to the, the, every other song I can get my hands on from the upcoming <laughs> album. But I want to make sure our listeners have all the information they need to be part of this magnificent story that you're putting together. You plan to release the final album sometime in July. Where will folks be able to find it? Well, we have made that very, very simple for everyone. Um, you can just go to darkbeautymusic.com and you can get Everything, all of our information is listed there. You can get to our social networks from those page, uh, from that one website. So we just find it's easier to release one website so people remember it. So if you just go to darkbeautymusic.com, all of our information will be there. And okay, that will lead you to where you need to get the hard CD or the, uh, or the software version. Well, I'm looking forward to it so much. And actually, I hear a little bit of an, another song. Uh, this is Save Yourself. So we're going to go out on Save Yourself. And I want to thank you two so much for being with us and for giving us all this wonderful music. This is Dark Beauty. And we're going to play a little bit of it while we go into a break. Thanks again. Thanks thank again you, for having us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. a little bit of Save Yourself, one of the tunes from the upcoming uh, Dark Beauty album, Fall from Grace. We are back at Music Friday Live. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, and of course, we'd love to hear from you. You can call in 347-215-7511. You can email us 
musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Or you can uh, come in on the chat room. The chat room is open for those of you who are listening on the Blog Talk Radio Network. The chat room is open. Everybody else, uh, there's all those other ways to get in touch with us. Uh, now, I, I want to give you a, just a, a quick word, but a very important word from our sponsor, Solar City. Solar power is a huge win-win for homeowners. But a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar power because of the upfront costs. With Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront costs on approved credit. That's right. Solar City will come out, they'll install a solar system on your home for free, and you only pay for the power you use just like you do from the utility company. Except you use a lot less power because the sun's making it, so your total utility bill is much lower, as much as half. When I put solar on my house, it, it cut our bill in half. Solar City pays for the system. It ensures the system. It maintains the system. All you have to do is sit back and enjoy saving money. So if you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. How do you find out? Will you call this number? I'll let you write this down. 909-618-6937. That's 909 909- 618-6937, and when you call that number, Tina is going to answer, and tell Tina that I told you to call, or that Music Friday Live told you to call, and she will give you a discount on your order. So that's 909-618-6937. I like country, country music. Whether it's the Bakersfield sound from my own state here in California with Mel Haggard and Buck Owens or singing cowboys in western swing or the Nashville countrypolitan sound, country is songs about life, hardworking life. The characters in country songs experience love and loss and they mess up and they fess up and they come back and sometimes they don't. But they're always real people. Joy Collins sings about those characters and about herself. She's a fourth-generation vocalist who has seen a lot of life, both good and bad. She has loved and lost and loved. She's hit bottom and returned. With her life now on track, she is bringing the soul of country to the stage and to the airwaves. Joy has worked with some of the best musicians in Nashville. She's played in some of its most revered venues. Her new album, It Ain't Just Music, is what country is all about, life as it comes at you. And we are proud to bring her to you today. Joy, welcome to Music Friday Live. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, Joy, as I said, I love country, and I appreciate country singers who can write and sing for broad audiences, and you can do that. You can write and sing solid country, but you can also sing popular ballads that incorporate the common sense of country. Now, how do you do that magic? How do you appeal to so many people and yet stay true to your roots? My my biggest thing is to choose songs, whether I write them or I find them from other writers, which I've had an a easy time doing that compared to a lot of people because I ran a songwriter's night for seven years in Nashville. So it gave me the opportunity to, you know, stockpile songs back that I could relate to. I think it's more about actually finding songs that fit your life, that you could they tell your story, and you actually live in the lyrics. It, it makes for a different performance than if I'm just singing about something that, you know, I've never been through. I, the emotion is lacking in that situation, in my opinion. Well, well, let's let's give people a, a little hint of uh, what I'm I'm talking about. This is the title track. It ain't just music. They say you choose your destiny. I didn't choose mine, it chose me Some think I'm out of my mind I should get a real job Stop wasting my time But I know without question It's not just an obsession Words 
the lyrics in that are so powerful, and, and uh, they're so powerful. I want to say again, some think I'm out of my mind. I should get a real job and stop wasting my time, but I know without question it's not an obsession. It's my drink. It's my drug. That's so personal. Um, now, I know it that is. song was – go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. You know uh, well, I, I was, was going to say, I know that song was written by Jason Fitz and Jason Jones. Now, how do you collaborate with others to craft songs that portray you so well? I Actually, that song, I just heard it my writer's night. Jason Jones had sang it, and I just fell in love with the lyrics. I I have had a what what society terms as a real job. I'm an RN, and but I still, music is what is who I am. I mean, it's part of... If it's in you, it's in you. And I kept trying to fight that that urge to go do that and try to be quote unquote normal and it just it just kept pulling me and that that song just really kind of described the entire process for me getting back to where I felt like I belong and I do feel like I belong. So it it's just that 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 song also mentions drinks and drugs and th- and I've had an addiction problem that um there's other songs on the record, Bourbon, that kind of explain that. And I, like me, go through the process of, of coming out of that darkness. But that song kind of told the whole story, the big picture. And it well, was a great title for the album. So. <laughs> it, it certainly was. And it certainly t- tells the, the whole story in a very beautiful way. Uh, I mentioned your ability to write and sing for a broad audience b- beyond country. Uh, while keeping the country sense in your songs, and and since you mentioned the song, I like me. Uh, I think that's a that that's a good example of how you do that. So I, I want to play a little bit of of I like me here, and just let people see what I'm talking about or hear what I'm talking about. Ever stuck out like a sore thumb. Felt awkward in your own skin Ever sacrificed yourself Trying just to fit in Ever felt a little fast Ever felt a little thin Ever felt a little small and insignificant Walked around in someone's shadow Run someone else's race Looked into the mirror, not recognize the face. So I'm not perfect, but who is? Hey, it took me a long time to get a handle on this. And I can't really help it if what you get is what you see. The lyric there, that last lyric, if what you get is what you see, I may not be your cup of tea, but I like me. You know, I, I see you in kind of a flowing gown behind a grand piano in the New York Jazz Club when I listen to that. The, the style is so universal, but the lyrics, again, are so personal and empowering. Uh, did, did you work with your writers on to make that so much your song? I did not, actually. Um, like I said, I've just been very fortunate to be able to handpick songs that I knew either I wish I would have wrote or I feel like that, that person didn't realize it, but they were writing it about me. But my husband, um, Russ, hit, we were a team with the music, getting the music out there. He he does a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff with my music. And he, whenever I was getting ready to go into the studio, after you know suffering with addiction and trying to come out of that, I had lost all self-confidence to perform. And I started going to a vocal coach, Renee Grant-Williams, who is an awesome, the best vocal coach that there is. She's worked with lots and lots of the big names you hear on the radio. And my husband would write little Post-it notes from that, that song right there, I Like Me, that just kind of gave me confidence to come out of my shell and, do what I do and be who I am and not feel bad about any of it and use it as a lesson rather than as something holding me back. So that um, 
that song meant a lot for that reason. But, you know, that song has taken on a life of its own for each individual because I have people that, um, whether it's teenagers, suicide issues that have contacted me, cancer patients have gone through chemo that have lost their hair, um, a bullying, a wide variety of issues. And I think it's just one of those songs that just make you feel better. You know, if you can if you can get just accept who you are and work through any issues that you have with yourself, forget about the world. It's it'll be the best for you and for the world if you can get through it. Well, you've you've in, your writers encapsulated that so nicely uh, in in that in just that one line. Uh, we've we've got some emails here for you, and we've got one email here that uh, is exactly the the question, and that's. Uh, from uh, Pedro Peter in Dallas, and Pedro Peter wants to know if you can talk about your recovery process and what role music had in you coming out of uh, addiction. Yeah, I I went to rehab. Um, it started out with drinking. I had a surgery and started taking medication, and then I started drinking pretty heavily after I got off the medication, and it just it was. Um, just something that I didn't have to face the world, you know. It, it was just covered my feelings for me. And it, it became very easy to do, especially running writer's nights, being in bars. It's kind of camouflaged. It's not so obvious, you know. So it, it wasn't like the world knew I had a problem, but I had a huge problem. I was very reclusive, and um, unless it was something like that where I could – drink and and be around other people i would stay in the house all by myself but i i i knew i had a problem and i went to rehab in nashville at cumberland heights and i've i've been going to aa meetings i was sober three years on june 9th of this year and yeah sobriety is thank you very much sobriety is has been the best thing that's ever happened to me and i owe it all to god and second chances because I couldn't have done it by myself, that's for sure. Did, did music have a role in your rehabilitation? Music has had a role in everything in my life, but it definitely did as far as it's, it's therapy for me to write songs and um, about subjects that you sometimes I'll write them in third person so it's not like you know reading my diary to the world, but I really am. I'm just talking about someone else and painting a picture. So, yes, it definitely helped me. Even in rehab, I could go to the music room and just put my feelings out on paper and strum the guitar and come up with something. So it's it's definitely been therapy for many, many things. There's I've written songs about the, I think next you're going to talk about a song that I wrote, Unhappy, which was about my divorce and the way that a lot of people feel when they're going through divorce. It's not that you don't want them happy it's just that you don't want to see them happy with someone else so it that was a you know just a a piece of me getting through those emotions and feelings and putting them out on paper and it, it helped speed up the process of moving on we're talking with country singer uh, joy collins and you can talk with her at 347-215-7511 or you can email us email your questions in at uh, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Joy, you're a fourth-generation musician. Can you tell us a little bit about the music in your family? Yes. My family, um, they're from Kentucky, and my my father's side, Ron Embry, uh, he's a gospel singer. Um, He opened for the Oak Ridge Boys and um, several gospel quartets back before the Oak Ridge Boys were country. And um, they... That his mother was also a gospel singer, and her mother, my great grandmother, was also a gospel singer, and they came to Nashville and recorded with one microphone, fourteen kids, and her around the same microphone. It's a totally different process these days, but yeah, the, it, and at every family reunion, my husband always laughs and says, "Oh my gosh, it's the same whether it's a funeral, a family reunion, a wedding, that everybody breaks out the the instruments and." start singing in harmony so it's it's a lot of fun it's a big part of my whole life growing up you know so so were you you singing uh growing up oh yeah for sure i i remember whenever i was little i used to watch the 
Mandrell sisters, the Barbara Mandrell show, and I'd, uh-huh. I was Barbara, and I'd have my youngest sister play Erlene and get out the pots and pans, and my other sister, Holly, she would uh, play Louise, and we'd, we'd sing the songs when my parents would have company. We'd pause everything so we could put on our little show for them. So, yeah, I've always always been involved with music and singing and tried to write even back as far as whenever I was five and six years old. You know, I would try to put in from what I thought they were songs at that time, you know. <laughs> um, Rally Girl in Seattle has uh, sent an email, and she would like to know, do you have a regular country band, pedal steel and everything? I have, for this album, it's usually different musicians. Some of them play out, too, but a lot of them are studio. But, yes, I have a lot of different musicians, not a set band that I take everywhere. Um, I have a core that I like to use, but uh, the people in Nashville, a lot of them play for various bigger artists, so it's you have to schedule it whenever they're in town unless you can give them a full-time gig they have to do what they have to do to survive so i i use i like to use the same the same group but i have a lot of different people i can put in in any of the positions but yes i love steel i love um fiddle i love cello i love everything and i like all genres i hate that we have to separate it i know everybody has their preferences but i really just love good music good lyrics you know that a great bridge that really makes you have that aha moment. So it's really about the song to me more so than anything. But I love production. I produ- I co-produced that my whole album and the one that's going to be coming out in September. So I I'm big into instrumentation and making sure the mix is really good. I love the whole process. Well, well, it shows, and it it shows that uh, you understand how to move lyrics and and music across different genre different genres uh, as i said earlier uh, i i could see you sitting in a behind a grand piano in a jazz club just as easily as i could see you up on the stage at the grand Ole opry you do both very well and yet you you have this this way of staying true and that's uh that's quite a that's quite a trick congratulations on pulling that one off Thank you, and that's one of the reasons why I haven't, you know, I've, I, not that I have, I would ever say definitely never have a record deal, because that, that would not be true, but I, if it came down to me having to do what I was told to do rather than what I felt, I think it would show in the delivery, and it wouldn't be as good anyway, so I have to stay true to the music and and to myself, you know, and to express who I am through that instead of what someone is trying. I don't want to be a puppet, you know. We are talking with uh, country singer Joy Collins. You can talk with her at 347-215-7511, or you can email your questions in to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And we have a lot of email questions in here, so I'm going to go right to them. Uh, Zebra42 in San Diego says, We like country here on the West Coast. Come and see us when you need some sunshine. Uh, Which, of course, brings up the question of, do you tour? We are in the process of working on a tour. If, if anybody that's listening that wants me in that area, if you can call your radio stations and post on their Facebook pages, send them emails, any of that, or talk to any venues, I would absolutely love to come play. I actually lived out in California. I lived in Fresno and in Sacramento. My dad's retired mil- lieutenant colonel from the military. Um, and he retired here at uh Fort Campbell, Kentucky, right on the border of Tennessee. So I um, would love, would absolutely love to come to California or anywhere overseas. I would love to do some um, shows in Afghanistan, USO-type tours, too. I'm a huge supporter of the military. I redid God Bless the USA, did a cover, which I usually steer clear of. But like I said, it's very dear to my heart, our, our troops. So I do what I can to support. Well, it, it's interesting that, that you should mention that because I, I have to take a commercial break right now, and um, one of our one of our sponsors and or that is a foundation that helps support veterans. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to keep talking with uh, Joy Collins. Don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday Live. 
Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. And we're back right here at Music Friday Live. We're talking with Joy Collins, and uh, we've got lots of emails here. Boy, a lot, a lot of you must be sitting at work with your earphones on, so we'll, go, we'll, keep, we'll keep going through them. Um, Thompson in Los Angeles um, has asked, your bio says that you are a mother. How old are your kids, and how do they like the fact that their mother is a country singer? My children, um, Chase just turned 18 and graduated from high school. Dawson is 14, um, and he is going to be a sophomore in high school. And Brayden is 11 and going to be in the fifth grade. And they are, they love it. My son, Brayden, one of the songs on the album, it's called Love Looks Like, that I wrote about him whenever he was in kindergarten. Um, so they they really enjoy the whole the whole thing they love hearing the songs go from you know just a piece of paper and pen and me jotting them down and reading the lyrics to them to a full production that they can they can show all their friends and take to school they they definitely are very proud makes me feel very good all right and we have a a question here uh from museo in los angeles and museo says tell us more about this writing workshop yeah what about that writing workshop which writing workshop? You said that you have a writer's night. Oh, I had a writer's night. Yeah, that's a performance night. I don't any longer. I stopped doing that about uh, almost four years ago now. I did it for seven years, and what I did is I had a venue, Blue Bar, that I that's downtown Nashville, and every Wednesday night I would book from 5 o'clock in the evening to about midnight, sometimes go a little longer, every 15 minutes. You'd get up and do three originals acoustic, and then I'd have a featured person, which was a hit songwriter that wrote a lot of the songs you're hearing, you hear on radio even today, and um, they would do an hour hour set in the the middle of it. So I, it, it was very, very time-consuming, and it was a lot of fun, and I made a lot of contacts and a lot of friends in the business. So very much worth it, but it was also I couldn't do this and that. So I had to decide where to focus, and I wanted to work on my own music for a while. Well, here is uh, some of your own music, and this is uh, I, w- I Want You to Be Unhappy. Crying, going mad, trying to make this make sense, learning to live with the consequence. Can't believe I said I wanted you happy you off my list right now can you read my list I want you unhappy every single morning you wake up unhappy knowing you gave in to giving up on our love without me in your bed your hands tugging on my hips missing me loving your sweet kiss it's not that I don't want you happy I just hope you're Well, that's a pretty strong statement, and you said uh, that uh, you you wrote that, right? Yes, yes, sir. I wrote it with my friend Shannon Dozier whenever I was going through my divorce. Um, Shannon and Rick Sandler and I wrote it. Shannon and I wrote it one night on the phone. I was doing one of the girl ugly cries over the phone talking to my friend, and I said, it's not that I don't want him happy. I just don't want to see him happy with anyone but me, and I was like, uh-oh, there's a song there. And so I... We just wrote out the lyrics over the phone, and then I got with Rick just to put the the melody together and get it all ready to to put on an album. So, yeah, that was part of my that was my personal divorce therapy. <laughs> so, so we we can't really say that that's a revenge song. There, it's more a therapy song, right? No, it was. It's definitely a 
therapy song. You know, it just helped me get through that little piece when you're you're scared to be out there on your own. And I, you know, I had been with my ex-husband since I was 14. We started dating, and so as an adult, going out there to the real world was a little bit scary. So that was that was just part of the process. Okay, well, it's it's uh, it certainly made a, a great song, and uh, the whole album is really wonderful. And I want to make sure that everybody knows where they can get it. So, where would where would people go to get get the album? It ain't just music. You can go to my website. It's www.joycollinsmusic.com. I have a Facebook page that's Facebook Joy Collins Music. I've got Reverb Nation, all that stuff. Um, and there's a couple free downloads, Unhappy and It Ain't Just Music. If you go to my Facebook page, you can download those. You just put in your email, and it sends you the MP3 of those. Um, and my new album will be coming out September 2nd, and it's called What Love Can Do. And it, it's it's a great, great, great album, and it crosses over genres, too. So I think everybody will enjoy that. And I'd love to come play in anybody's city, so just let me know and Request, request. Well, when um, when the new album comes out, uh, let me know so we can have you back on the air and we can play some of that music too. And in the the meantime, I want to thank you so much uh, so much for for being with us. Uh, this is this has been a delight. You're a great guest too. Incidentally, you tell good stories, and I love your music. Thank you so much. I I really enjoy Music Friday Live too. Patrick, you're awesome, and we appreciate you for playing our music. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. That's uh, Joy Collins. The album is It Ain't Just Music. It's available for download on her website. That's joycollinsmusic.com, and Collins has two L's in it. It's also available on iTunes and CD Baby, and uh, sign up for a newsletter because she's got another album uh, coming out, and we want to make sure that you know all about it. And again, thank you very much. We're going to... We're going to go out with a little bit of uh, more of your music here, too. But right now, I've got to tell everybody that you've been listening to Music Friday with Patrick O'Heffernan from Cyber Station USA, Blog Talk Radio, and our radio affiliates. If you like our Facebook page and you follow our Twitter feed, you'll get a real-time update on our guests. Vote for your favorite musician on MusicFridayNationBuilder.com, and we'll invite them on the show. But hold off on that one for just a while because we're booked through July, and in August we'll, uh, we'll start reevaluating all your suggestions. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartleben. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. You can download this and other Music Friday programs at CyberStationUSA.com, or if you're in a hurry, within about two minutes, this is going to be posted as a podcast at blogtalkradio.com slash music friday be here next friday our guests are going to be lady scouterly and mary schultz lady scouterly as those of you in los angeles know is very very funny and also a little bit dangerous and plays great music and mary of course just plays great music check out our twitter stream and our facebook page and we will update you on the guest as uh, the program comes nearer good night everybody have a great musical weekend and we're going to listen to a little bit more of i want you unhappy Can't believe I said I wanted you happy regardless Trying hard to cross you off my list Right now can you read my list?